1: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode, we're going to party like it's FRL 199. I'm your host. That's a Prince reference, ladies and gentlemen. Christian Piles, joined as always, yes, RIP Prince, by my mainest man, Willie Saylor. We are here on a beautiful Thursday morning in Austin, Texas, with a great deal to discuss in the wrestling world. A lot of U.S. Open we haven't got to talk about yet, Willie. Um, some Euro stuff, specifically one, Diana Boltaikayev, and of course Willie has a lot to say about Kentucky's own Kyle Rochelle. It's not
2: about Kyle Rochelle. It it's seems not about Kyle it Rochelle. It seems personal. It's it's I, I know Ben Askren texted me yesterday. What did Kyle Rochelle do to you? I <laughs> said Kyle
1: Fair Rochelle. question, Ben. Fair Kyle question. Rochelle
2: didn't do nothing to me.
1: Well, all right, well, why don't we just start with it? Oh, you want to start with it? You've been wanting to talk about this for so long, I'm just ready to let you loose, Taz.
2: So the okay. So the Pan Am rosters come out, and Kyle Rochelle is listed as our 74-kilogram rep. And mm-hmm. I lose my mind. Yep. And I tweet, how the hell is Kyle Rochelle on our Pan Am team? To which, okay, people took um, offense to, why are you ragging on Kyle Rochelle? I am not ragging on Kyle Rochelle. Um, if, if this 74, now let me, here's the backstory. Kai Rochelle hasn't wrestled in three years. Kyle Rochelle has wrestled one match of 74 kilograms in his entire life. Okay. Continentals are supposed, are supposed to be a thing. If you, I, I know Christian, you scoffed at this yesterday, but the Continentals are supposed to be one level removed from the world championships. You scoff at it, but the reason you scoff at it is because why? Because it's not important. Mm -hmm. Okay? Why isn't it important? It's not important because we don't make it important. And adding a guy to the roster that hasn't wrestled in three years and never wrestled at that weight class even sends the message even further that it's not important. So I'm not upset with Kyle Rochelle. Nobody wants to wrestle at Pan Am's. And they call up a bunch of people, and Kyle Rochelle picks up his phone and says, I'll wrestle? Good for you, Kyle Rochelle. That's awesome. But the larger context is is that wrestling doesn't make things important. The larger context is that somebody had the bright idea to put the U.S. Open one week before Pan Ams, or vice versa, the Pan Ams one week after the U.S. Open. So you can have all these things, you know. It's funny that people say, well, wrestling's the oldest and greatest sport. Wrestling's the oldest and greatest sport. Is it? Um, Perhaps it is. But you got passed by by every sport on the planet. You started before everybody, and you still can't figure it out. Wrestling cannot even set its own schedule without screwing up. They can't make um, Pan Am's, the Continentals, important. They can't make Euros important. Uh they started everybody and their brother was seeding, 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 seeding. Um obviously it doesn't matter. Yeah. The USA just said it doesn't matter.
1: Well, yeah, I guess at that point, if you're not gonna send anyone that has a remote shot of making your team I mean, Daken Burrows aren't going at seventy four. Why, why why is Matt Brown incentivized to go and earn seeding points that he's not going to get to capitalize on why would um you know whoever right well, that's, so really unless you're getting your ones or twos really your team has to be decided by this point is what you're is what ultimately would have to happen right now Willie? Really. that's what you want so basically you are advocating for a complete shift in how team usa picks their team i'm not advocating yes for- you are you have to be for a complete sh- and how they pick and how they pick the Pan Am team, no, listen, you don't send anyone but your you, though, you're saying they matter because they're seeding points. The only way they're seeding points is if you send your rep, yeah, that's right. Okay, so you have to have your rep, that's right, that's what I'm so, saying. Uh, that's what I just said. You uh, have to complete your uh, ad, adver- you want us uh, to completely uh, shift. I don't. Yes, you do. Our world team trials are in six weeks. The problem is the problem is the schedule.
2: The problem is in two thousand years so, of wrestling, as in
1: what I just said. You want the schedule completely shifted?
2: You said how they pick their team. I, I, that's, I, I don't want to change how we pick their team. Maybe when how. we pick the team, okay. in two thousand years of wrestling, they haven't. It hasn't come up how to f- manage their season. Yeah, I mean, how can you have a sport? Name a sport that doesn't have a season, because wrestling doesn't have a season, guys. Just to let you know, wrestling on the international level does not have a season. Name another sport that doesn't have a season. Name another sport that's marketable, that doesn't have stars. Because wrestling doesn't have stars. You think they have stars, but they wrestle once a year in something meaningful. Okay? So, that's why I had this douchey tweet last night where I was like, let me just run wrestling, let me just run some things, right? It's And Brandon Paulson's like, you're channeling your inner... Pat Downey. So, yes, maybe uh, 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 a moment that was a, a delusion of grandeur moment. Uh, n- not that I think I'm the brightest bulb, but me. I mean, there's obvious things to change, and one of them is day one stuff. Get the schedule right. You don't have a schedule. This is, It's real simple, right? I thought of this in about 30 seconds. You have your Nationals. A couple months later, you have the Continentals. A couple months later, you have Worlds. Boom. Done. Brilliant, right? That was really difficult to come up with. And in doing so, what it does is you have your national team, you set your national team, the whole world knows what your national team is, so um, every wrestling media outlet, every wrestling fan on planet Earth isn't like, well, we're not sure who's going to show up, okay? Then they wrestle at Continentals, you take from that, you get excited for that. You take the results of that, and you make predictions, and you put it into context for the world. Meanwhile, the seeding gets accurate because the rep for the Worlds is at the Continentals. And guess what? If you don't wrestle at the Continentals, if if Godoyev doesn't wrestle at the Continentals, and they uh, he don't wrestle at Worlds, right? Your rep has to wrestle at Continentals. Like, like,
1: exactly like in college wrestling where you have to wrestle at Big Tens. Right. You, you know? have to wrestle at Big Tens. Yes. Right? So if Godoyev doesn't wrestle at Worlds, then Russia has
2: no... Re- they they can't com- put a substitute at Euros. at Euros. Then Russia has no rep at Worlds. It's easy as that. And guess what?
1: Euros be- are huge then.
2: I guarantee you Godoyev wrestles at Euros.
1: Yeah. and then- So uh,
2: d- part of it is common sense in putting out a season, and half of it is, is having a backbone. Right? UWW, don't suggest. Tell. Yeah. Tell them that they have to have nationals in May. Tell them that Euros has to be in July or June And tell them that Worlds has to be in August or September and that the rep has to go. It, it's not rocket
1: that science. that they have to go to the Continental. Yeah, then that would that would certainly then you kind of have like, I don't know if it's a season yet, but at least you have Three. Yes. You've got nationals and really for United States you would have nationals, trials, Continental's worlds, and so y- there's four, right? And so you have some rhythm. You have and some everyone, content. basically everyone has a uh, a tune up tournament that they go to, except for like, I mean, even Sadgulayev will go to some. But like to your point, you don't even get to watch these guys wrestle. You're just wondering, I wonder how good Sajulayev still is. Yeah, I wanna, and I wanna, now you know of just basically. How? When have we seen Godoyev between 2015 Worlds and 2016 Olympics? Right. Just Russian nationals? So this guy that we knew was the biggest threat to JB, we saw him wrestle one time against his countrymen. That was it. The only time he had to was one time. Then we saw him at the Olympics. There's no way to build storylines. Say what you want about D1 wrestling, and you say it's predatory. You say it's, you know, exploitive. That's what we need more of. We need well, those events. That's what you said. I said it's Th- too long of a season. Well, you said it's exploitive. You I, said it's predatory. Yeah, I, yeah I. don't think it is. I, but I think that's a season. That's what we need. That
2: look at look at D1 wrestling, and it's the most successful event on planet Earth. You know why? Because you know, there's tons of information out there. There's Every storyline. There's tons of context. There's tons of um, head to heads. You know this. St- you know that. I don't know. Nato
1: Clark. You, you know You
2: know that Nathan Tomasello is a Sagittarius, right? You know everything. Did not know that. I don't know if that's true either. But you know everything. That so you know the stories going in. You cannot build a sport on, hey, we'll just get together
1: one time a year and see what happens. Yeah. With guys you don't know anything about when it's a revolving door of, of representatives. Um yeah. I mean it's I mean, I don't think this is the first you're the first person to have that thought, but it is certainly it's so, it's a very simple solution but if you're if you're looking for I I have in a very short period of time sold all my UWW stock I was holding for a while we held I was holding Olympics uh, I kind of let it go and now I'm like just watching the stock plummet from afar just glad from, I, I cut my losses in during the Olympics
2: so this is you know when I start going nuts on about Kyle Rochelle and the Pan Am team, for me, you know, it's hard to put in 140 characters. I had to say what I said. but it, it, This is what I was talking about. This whole bigger picture thing is what I was talking about. And, you know, you talk about um, buying UWW stock because the rules got better, right? The rules mm-hmm. got better for a moment, and they did some good things, but ultimately, you, you you can't you can't have a one you can't have a push out rule. You can't have better rules only get you so far, yeah. right? You have to have a season, right? If you want to tinker with rules, that's fine. But do th- some things with infrastructure like you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I don't understand the difficulty in creating what what are okay, you just said that it is very common sense. It makes sense to me. It probably makes sense to most of humanity. What is the contention from United World Wrestling? Nomad, do you know? What like, what do you say to that? How do you say eh, nah, it doesn't work because yeah, Nomad, X, Y, and Z? If you're Nanad
2: and if you're the UWW and they're bored, I'm saying create a schedule where it's mandatory and you have this many events and we'll get to know all the wrestlers and we'll get to build stories and it'll be better context. You're, you're UWW. Say to me why that won't work.
0: Well, they do have the plan in place to pick the four tournaments next year. Right, so whatever, Medved, Uregan, um, but you still can't make guys go.
2: Four tournaments for what?
0: They're going to have four tournaments for seeding next year, which is going to be total chaos because it's also going to be the first year of ten weights and two-hour weigh-ins. And now you're going to say that in order to get a seed, you have to go to Continentals and you have to go to, and or you have to go to four major events.
2: Well, we're already learning by we're already learning by who's wrestling. But it
1: has to be your rep, right? Right.
0: That's the point. The point is, you know, if if Willie's a seventy four and you know Christian's the number two, and Christian goes and wins Pan Ams, that doesn't help Willie at all. Sounds legit. Yeah. It also doesn't
2: help know who the rep is. You know, when 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 you watch Medved or you watch, your Regan or you watch certain tournaments. It's one thing to know. Um, it's one thing to just watch wrestling to watch wrestling. It's one thing to say, ah, oh, this is a good match, right? It's another thing if you know that this is going to be Russia's rep, right? Yes. If you know R- that's Russia's rep, you are glued to that. Yeah. This is a guy we're going to see at Worlds. This is a guy we're going to see in Paris. Can't do that now. It's just like, okay, here's a tournament. Let's watch some good matches. It would take on way more import if you knew who the rep was.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it's a pretty simple solution. Still, don't see why you had to wage war against Kentucky's Kyle Rochelle.
2: It, it wasn't about Kyle Rochelle. I'm glad at least somebody Kyle Rochelle stepped up and wrestled. Can you, What? Nobody else. Here's won. here's the thing. How did it get to? Let's call Kyle. Let's call let's call Kyle Rochelle. All right. So yeah. Burrow said no. Dake, Dake said, said no.
1: Daringer said,
2: uh, no. said no. Daringer's out. Chris Perry doesn't want to. All right, who placed at twenty sixteen? F- 20, twenty. Okay, we'll go through no. all the twenty sixteen. No. Uh, no, they all said no. All right, let's go to twenty fifteen. Let's go to twenty fifteen. No. Andre Metzger's out. <laughs> um <laughs> it's
3: Joe it, Heskett.
2: Stan Abel Joe. Dan Hodges, he said no. Let's go to twenty fourteen. Seventy kilograms. Everybody said no, seventy four. Let's go to okay, let's go to seventy. Kyle Rochelle, you want to wrestle Dustin
1: Schlater, are you there?
2: Kyle D- did Dustin Slater get Do you get a want to call? wrestle at Pan Ams? Yes. All right. I'll talk to you. Wait. What? You,
1: you will? will? Sweet. Thank you, Kyle. At least we have a rep. What if? We, what if no one stepped up? That'd be bad.
2: I mean, would it? does it? It, 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 it doesn't matter. What if we set no rep? Who cares? Well, I
1: don't know. It, would it doesn't matter. Bad visual.
0: USOC would care. Yeah. Promise. They would. Yes. Promise. He's in deep.
2: He's in he, nomads in bed with a political. <laughs> s- <laughs> okay, sports political. That's my Kyle Rochelle
1: rant. That's your Rochelle rant. I don't think it's personal. I don't think. Uh, yeah.
2: Let's get to some clips. Let's talk about hands to the face. I, I would I would get cautioned too all day because what you don't see is like I like this the piles all day. Yeah.
1: No, you don't. Um. So, so Mark Bader, you know him as Bader. Mark Bader, Ginsburg, father of one. I uh, did a good job cutting up some clips of the Jordan Oliver Zane Rutherford hands to the face, specifically Zane and the Jordan Burroughs um, hands to the face. Let's start with uh, let's start with JB JB's handsy to the face. Let's see how Nomad does playing these clips. This is
2: just, yeah, this is I, this is going to be interesting.
1: Kyle Bracky's not here. Green button top
2: left. Green button
1: maybe. He's got oh. a delt. Oh, Green we're talking.
2: Green button top left. There, we, there go. we go. Okay,
1: is this the beginning? No, we started six seconds in. Nomad, can we start it over? That's a good start. Okay, here we go. So this is just all the hands to the face, and some are, you know, fine the forehead ones, but there's a, eh, you know, pie face. So what do you so make we're of just it? What po- do you make of it, Piles? Um, I think watching them both side by side, uh, Dake, Dake Burrows and J.O. Zane, I thought, um, Burrows- J.O. the the numbers were it was thirty-two hands to the face from Rutherford. And 27 from JB. Rutherford wins, 32 20, thirty. Thirty two twenty-seven. Zane is, won.
2: But Burroughs is more of a pop. Burroughs looked
1: way more painful. Yeah, so Burroughs like, is more of a pop, and Zane is more of an annoyance. Yeah, it's like his constant little thing. Now go to the, uh, we're going to pull up the Zane one here. I encourage you to check out this article or also. Yeah, Bader did a good watch, job Make sure you watch um, the video FRLs these days that we're, we're putting up. Go ahead, Nomad, whenever you're ready. So here we go. Here's the thing. He does it a bunch, then gets warned. And I want you to pay attention to how much he does it. There's an eye cover. Eye cover. Those look, those look those okay. The, those look okay. Those, those look are okay. Those the eye cover. that Nomad, I covered.
2: Nomad noticed. Eye covered. That Jordan, like, moves I his
1: head to make it more exacerbated. So he hasn't... Been, or no, he got warning. I wish they had the moment. So he's been warned for a while now, but he continues to do it. Right? Eye cover. He's been warned. Eye cover. He's been warned. So really, he's just playing. He's just rolling the dice. Eye cover. Shot back to the eye cover, and they hit him. So you can say, you can say it's a stupid way to lose a match. But you also have to say once you get hit for attention for it. Look at him shaking his hand there after he did it again. Go, he go, hurts himself. <laughs> go back and watch it, Zane, Like does it? Cause you can tell, I, I think it's like a subconscious thing. It's just like he's just checking distance, but he kept doing it. He does it again after he given. He like shakes his hand. Like stop, stop doing that. But he yeah he continued to do it, and I think that's where. Well, it was. It's interesting that
2: Burroughs. Burroughs has done it in the past. But head taps, but more on the shoulders. But I mean, for Burroughs, it was almost non-existent. For Z- Z- we've seen this in Zane before.
1: We've seen it with the Pico thing, and they were they were not pleased with it, right? No, no. But so I guess I don't know what my, the point is of those videos, other than you can see it side by side. Both are uh, both. You can see why they would get called mm-hmm. for Burrows not to get hit for attention once. I think it was a mistake, but. One thing that I bet Z- Z- Jordan would do that Zane didn't do is adjust. Mm-hmm. He would make the adjustment and stop hitting his face and covering his eyes. Well, you, you just have to with make that so adjustment. much
2: talk about it. I, I, I promise the officials are discussing it right, and so oh yeah, for you'll sure. see you'll see it at uh, the trials, right? If, if if Jordan does it again to that extent or even close
1: to that extent, they'll warn him. They'll attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least merits that. So that was um. That's still the discussion, and that's what, you know, Penn State fans are are furious with how that match was officiated, but um, I think you make those adjustments, and I think we we already have agreed, at least us in this room. Well,
2: it's funny. Correct though. throw
1: is stupid, but that's that was a correct throw. It's funny
2: that Penn State fans say, well, the hands-to-the-face stuff is BS, but the Kyle Dake fans say, where's my two?
1: Yeah.
2: You know, I mean, which call was correct? I mean, I think that the... I think that the Zane call was correct. They should have probably, they should have, uh, Jordan Oliver should have got to. And I think that if Burroughs gets called for it, nobody really bats an eye. I mean, it was there.
1: Right. Completely agree. Uh, So another, maybe one of the, this was not under the radar, but a match that maybe gets lost in the shuffle that at the time was huge was, well, Pat Downey in general at the U.S. Open was must watch the entire time. I said before the tournament. Yeah. That's where where is he in the bracket? Big
2: crowds around his mat.
1: Yeah. Everyone wanted to see how he did. His draw was pretty tough. He had
2: Vic Avery. Vic
1: Avery in round one, and he had really very little issue with him.
2: He had a good match with Pete Renda was tough. Pete
1: Renda. He was down 6-0 or 8-0 early. And he's just got this. He's got a great motor and drive. He's a good Competitive will—it's apparent. Yes. You see it. You see it in his in his matches. You saw it in this Dean match, and that's where it kind of came to a head. Pat Downey gave Dean. So,
2: right, his, I think his road, Correct me if I'm wrong. Was Avery Renda win lose? So he sat, he had David? Avery,
1: kind of a nobody guy. Oh yeah yeah. Then Renda, then David Taylor. He loses a smashed. Taylor. Then in the wrestlebacks, I think he had to win a match or two. He had to beat some more good guys. Uh-huh. Then he got to
0: get to Dean.
2: So you get the he'd, Dean and we'll, he'd be five we'll
0: All-Americans. He'd be five All-Americans. Six, if you count the NAIA runner-up that he beat.
2: And look, can we run that? Can we watch that a little bit? No, Matt.
0: Not yeah. the NAIA runner-up. We've got the Dean yeah, Downey got, match, which,
2: be. in and of itself, was a great matchup. Very, you know, because Downey's Twitter were really like, "Oh, okay, so here's a shot." Um, it wasn't just interesting in that regard. It was interesting, and it was an awesome match it and controversial.
1: Good, you know. And, and we can just maybe kind of, you can scrub through this a little bit, no matter. One thing that's that's apparent is Downey does a great job controlling center
0: with... As we get to Dean on the clock right here. We're first. getting <laughs> steps.
1: Um, yeah, Dean's on the clock right away. I mean, first thing that jumps out is the size of Pat. Huge. Enormous at 86. Very tall, strong. His hips are are crazy good. He's got real power. So Who can, do you
2: think's bigger, Dean or Godoyev? Dean at 86 or
1: Godoy MSA? They're They're the same size. Yeah, basically. Scary. Scarily enough. So that was uh, Pat's takedown there. Really nice one. But why don't we go towards the end where, actually, even before this. Downey had really good leg defense, too. Yeah, extremely good. So go back a little bit before this.
0: This, Ah, yes, here we are.
1: Yeah. It was really interesting. Um,
2: There was a close call, and Downey was... Maybe he had an opportunity to challenge, but he said no.
1: Right. It was funny because Damien
2: Hahn was actually telling him.
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Actually...
2: You probably shouldn't challenge this. And Downey was like, okay. And so it, it made the score... Uh, it made Downey have to score with 33 seconds to go, which is no small feat against
1: um, Gabe Dean. For sure. And we're seeing... And he's so good at pulling guys up to this over-under position. So right here... They're saying Pat stepped out. So they give Dean the point late. They end up challenging it. Well, let's see what they end up with. No. Yeah, they change the calls. And here's another thing. So what they call there? They called one for, for Dean, ultimately. That's but, a terrible call. Yeah. So then they're trying to start the match. And Pat is like, wait, what's the score? What's the score? Hold on. So then the cube comes. Well, that's a, And then he asked Pat down, or asked Damian Hahn. or not, He didn't ask. He's like, am I winning if I get look, a takedown? Look, now Damian's telling Pat, you don't have to
2: challenge. That was a terrible call.
1: Well, they apparently one of his feet stepped out. He, look at him. It's, him and Damian are like having a conversation. Like, if you get a takedown,
0: you're look, winning.
2: Damian it, convinces to not challenge and passes, okay?
0: Yeah. His foot no was out, challenge. but what, continuation much? Like, that's a thing in freestyle. It's a... right. That, that, was a, that was a takedown. Well, no.
1: Sure, it was. No, it was not a takedown. Rewind it. It's not a takedown. Why no. wasn't it? Well, you'll see. Look at No Man. He's doing well there, right? Yeah, it's okay. It was a really rough stretch there. Now we got to watch 20 more now seconds. Now we got to watch 20 seconds because No Man.
2: This is not This J- is bad. Good radio. job, Ildar. This
1: is officially bad.
2: All right, so we're watching it bad again. Radio. Dean takes a shot. Now, Look. over under position. Dean steps out. His hand was out.
1: Uh, Yeah, that is kind of a takedown.
2: (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I lost my mind. I'm standing there, Matt's side, watching this. And then Damien, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, Danny, you got to challenge this. And then Damien talks him out of it. And I'm like, you just got
1: Jedi mind tricked by Damien Han. No, he didn't get Jedi mind tricked. Pat was asking, if I get a takedown, am I winning? Right. And Damien said, yes. You the can ref, take you your winning. Which was true. Him. At least he didn't lie. He could have lied. So, Why wouldn't the ref so answer him? The ref wouldn't answer him. Pat no. literally says You might
2: not know. Pat literally says, right. give me the brick it's back. It's back. not worth it. I can score with 33 seconds, which takes huge cojones, right? Like so you have two options. You can challenge, win, and you're and you have a lead with 33 seconds left, or you could challenge, lose, and the match is out of reach. Right. So Downey was basically like, I'm betting, on I, me. I'm betting on me. I ain't betting on the officials to get this right, <laughs> which takes a lot of gut. So he does it, and then we get back to this. No, man.
1: Yeah, well, we went away from the match now.
2: No, man. Come on, no, no Elder. All right, so this is after Pat Downey does not challenge 6-4. That's caution and
1: 2. That's and-
2: caution and 2, and we didn't get a good look at
1: it, but it was worth... Right, it was the right call because he was evading beforehand. I don't know why. I mean, he, anyway. Dean was just evading, so now it's six six. And as Damian predicted, Pat is winning with that too. So single leg for Pat. This is a weird exchange. It, it, there was a bunch of weird exchanges. I feel like I feel like that's, I don't know, spirit of it. It's like no points, right? They're ground. Dean's on his knees. On the shot, on the initial attack. Maybe Pat steps out late afterwards, but Dean is already grounded. Right. I don't know know how you
2: called Downey for stepping out if Dean's already completely Completely grounded. And out of bounds. And out of bounds. So But they
1: ultimately the original call. The original call was one Dean. And then they conference. And they still said one dean. And then it went to the jury. And they changed it one red. So they went no, they actually went one red, then one blue, and then Damien <laughs> nails Damien's this guy dodgeball stuff. Did he go to Penn State? <laughs> Damien, he looked like he had a lot of fun out there <laughs> chucking the dodgeball. Kale did that during the Zane Jo match. Yeah, thing. but he 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 hit him in the calf. It's a little less obvious. Right in the back, Damien. That's, that's good. He had a good arm. That's good dodgeball strategy. If you fire below the though.
0: hips, if you fire below the hips, you can't. It's not attempted murder.
1: He's <laughs> <laughs> <is> from Baltimore. <laughs> <so>. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> Baltimore. He's
0: been watching a lot of SVU.
1: So is
2: oh. Pat Downey's from Baltimore, too. Dang. Now a right.
1: bruiser. All right. Who's, who's harder? Who's, who's got more streak head? No matter, Pat Downey. <laughs> <laughs> Not
0: it's, no close, it's close. It's close. But I would say Downey, this little is a little cri- bit of an edge. This is a
1: criteria victory for Pat? Yeah. It's yeah. like 6-6? Six, six. Yeah. Okay. You just had two step outs. He had three twos. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, hey. Talk about this, too.
2: Can we get the scoreboard right? I don't understand why there's a score. Sometimes you don't know if it's red or blue or what or if it was a four or what it was if it was a two. The scoreboard operators don't put the score on the board and the ref is like, Let's go, let's start wrestling. Why do I want to start wrestling if I
1: have no idea what the situation is? The score I the one of my biggest pet peeves is when the score is changing while wrestling is happening after a restart. Yeah. It's like can everyone just know? Can, can you just you, wait a second? Just re- hey, buddy, relax. It's fine. We can put the score up, and it can be right, and everyone can know it before they start wrestling. Yeah, it's they'll start wrestling, be wrestling. and you're going to save time because here's what's going to happen. You're going to make them start wrestling. They're going to start wrestling. They're going to get the score right. Here comes here a here comes a coach. Then the cube comes. Then you have no ch- So this just, just wait. Right.
2: And then they fix the scoreboard and then it's like and then the coach is like, Oh, okay, it's right. Okay, let me get the cube oh, back. Thanks for starting the match. We didn't even have to interrupt the match. If you just would have done the proper procedure. Uh, and then when when the score is wrong, then the coaches will say something and then and then the officials will say, Well, if there was a problem you should have threw the cube. You should have protested. Uh they didn't put the score up right. <laughs> How am I supposed to <laughs> protest? That happened to Moshe Schwartz in um, a match, too. They had the scoreboard wrong. And this is the trials for the Greco World Team. Right. They had the scoreboard wrong. He thinks he's winning. The match is over. They're like, I won. They're like, well, actually, mm. we didn't put the right stuff in there, so
1: you lost. Are you kidding me? They Ian millered him. So, free Moshe. get the score right. Get the score right before they start wrestling again. How difficult is that? Not that difficult, actually. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll dabble in and out U.S. Open. Dabble, but let's let's get some uh, some and stuff going on here. Let's talk about that. He's going to Penn State originally committed to go to Iowa State. Uh, KJ is not going to be there, so he's like, I don't want to go there. He's got a list, and ultimately he selects Penn State, to which many people are saying, how can they afford so many elite wrestlers? How is this happening? Um, To to which I say, well, it's pretty... The obvious answer is not everyone is getting a full ride, guys. This is something we've talked about consistently in the show. You would be stunned to hear national champions on 30%, 10%. 50%, Fifty percent. Okay, not everyone gets a full ride. You see, elite hammer. You assume that's a full. You assume that, but it's not that. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's my first thing. You don't know how much he's going for. These you guys are you going. You don't know for how
2: less. much they're going for. And when when you sit back and you say, "Well, this is obvious impropriety." Um, there's no way they can afford all these. Guys. They're not getting what you think they're getting, and and. If a guy walks on, or if a guy goes for twenty percent, you're gonna you're gonna cry foul. A lot of you people are crying foul, and saying, "No way, don't buy it." They're doing something backdoor. Kids will go there for cheap.
1: Yeah, because because the play they have that Penn State can can make is no. I mean, what what do you really want to do? Do you want to be the best wrestler you can be, or are you trying to? And I don't know if they say this, but obviously it's easy. Or do you want to go somewhere and get some more money, get more money, but not be as, not realize your full potential? Every kid wants to realize their full potential, and right now at Penn State, you can say, this is the place you can go if you want to be the best version of yourself. There's a couple schools that can, I think, make that claim really well. I think you could say it at Ohio State, you could say it at Oklahoma State, um, but Penn State right now, after what everyone just saw them do, has the ultimate claim that you will be. The best version of yourself, theoretically, right? Yeah, and I think I mean, guys, he's this, a hometown. I'm th- pretty sure his brother goes there. His
2: brother does go there. The he's success, from Pennsylvania. The success sells itself, right? Ultimately, when you have a recruiting pitch, when you have five, when you have half the national champs, and they're young, and they're taking blue chippers and making them national champs right away.
1: And this stuff happened in Gable era too. It's I mean, absolutely it did. Tom Ryan. Tom Ryan just showed up. He's like, I just have to be there. I got to go there. Right. He he didn't, like, make an arrangement with Dan Gable. I think Dan met him there. You know, it's like... Tom just showed up and... He's like, I have to be here. I have to go to Iowa. And I'm sure Tom Ryan is not the only one where this happened to. Guys were just going there to be the best they could be. And, you know, we're not going to... You don't know what all kids are getting. And I'm
2: not going to put... And the ones we do know, we're not going to put their business in the street. However, we know for a fact that guys that went to Iowa, there's been national champs that went cheap. Right. Cheap. And for four or five years, cheap. So they they go to the programs they want. There's guys that go (laughs) to Oklahoma State very cheap. Right. Because they love the Orange, and they believe in Coach Smith.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Exactly right. These guys want to be their best the best wrestlers they can be. Jared Verclairen decided, "Hey, I want to go here." Um so you just can't assume, but listen. We we're saying that to to you guys, hey, you guys you, you follow the sport, but you don't really know the deal. But at the same time, I'll say this. Other D1 coaches yeah. are like what what is going on? Yeah, how is
2: this possible?
1: We're not trying to be naive here. Yes.
2: right. I'm, um, we're not kissing up to Penn State by no. s- but by, by saying right now, all is well, all is well. There's nothing, everything's above board. Um, just don't as, don't assume that kids are getting what they're not getting. Um, but right, even D one coaches, D one coaches are, saying coaches that, are like, how are this they is doing this. This
1: is this is bull. There's something going on. How are they? Um, how are they able to do this? And I think where this comes from is, all right. So there's a bidding war. There's a competition for Jared McLaren for this wrestler, for that wrestler. And you know when they call up these coaches and say, "Well, what? Really? You're going to you're going to Penn State?" Yeah, they get and they're saying we got this, uh, you know, this grant or this thing or institutional whatever. And they're like, "What?" that much how much how does that work so i think it's coming from that place as well like because these kids are yeah well i'm going here because you know it's a pretty good offer and this and that um not not athletic scholarship money so i think that's where they're like hold on how's this happening
2: yeah i it's i'm not gonna go on a radio show or television show and point fingers at penn state or anybody else i'm not gonna tell i don't i don't know I don't know enough details to no, even approach um, approach if there's anything negative going on. But I will say, when it comes to scholarships themselves, yeah, not, the kids just don't get what you think they're getting, and they're and they're they're likely to take something lower to go to Penn State because they're mopping everybody up.
1: Yeah, they're mopping everyone up, and you know what? Fair or not, th- they're still doing the best job of developing guys, too.
2: Right, when, here's the thing, when some of these guys are wrestling at who's number one, right, Jared Verclearance wrestling at who's number one with Mark Hall and Gavin Teasdale, and and the very next year Mark Hall's winning a national title, well, that's my buddy, I hung out with him, I trained with him, we're friends,
1: yeah. they
2: made him a national champ year one, he wrestled half a season.
1: Yeah. Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. Sign me up. Right. Yeah, so we're clearing to Penn State. Where does he fit? Um, you know, it, it will be interesting in that Zane's gone after this year, so theoretically him and Burgie can redshirt at um, 49. That's that's a thing, too. Um, but one, I feel like Bergie c- could potentially go 57 at so some point. I. And, with, you know, obviously that assumes Nolf moving up. And you know what? Sometimes good guys are on the bench in, on good wrestling teams. Yeah, I mean Alex Meyer had to sit
2: behind. Me. You see people having to sit. You see all Americans having Brooks, to sit.
0: Sammy Brooks sat. Yeah. So, um, isn't that slight part of maybe what the uh, D one coaches are talking about as far as you could start for, for a while years. and saying you're only going to start for Penn State for a year or two, possibly, or you can start for four years at School X. Yeah, is that part of where they're I don't know. I, I
1: think um, I think there's you don't have to use your there's not a, a Blockade there for for Jared Verclear. like Gilman he might sat, sing. Gilman sat a year.
2: Gilman sat a year. People sit a year. People are going to have to sit at Oklahoma State a year, right? I mean, they have a lot of guys gym. may sit their entire careers. Penn State, there might have to be guys sitting for a year. Um, you know, and, and and the criticism comes in contradictory terms. Um, the criticism, well, why would you go there? You, you you're not even going to start. Um but if he goes to your school your mantra is hey you fight it you sign here let the you just sort it out in the room you just iron fi- you just iron. iron sharpens iron you just figure it out I'm glad that he's not a, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. glad he's not afraid to uh come in and say I'm the guy and I'm going to earn the spot but now he goes to Penn State
1: Wow. he don't you know he don't he don't, well, he don't, he don't even want to start that was that was a Hawkeye report classic let's just, just let's put it out bizarre. there like yeah He's afraid of competition.
2: If it, he's afraid of competition, he's going to have to beat very good guys to start. Yeah.
1: Whatever. Um, so yeah, Jared's... So
2: they, they have a they have a chunk in there, right? Um, you figure Nick Lee and maybe Teasdale um, at forty one or Lee up to forty nine with well, and burger. I don't know. Here's,
1: that's where that's where I think that you run into some. Where do you fit? Gavin and Roman. Who's going 25 there? It ain't Gavin. Gavin ain't going 25. I don't think it's Roman. Um, I don't even know if Gavin will be a 33. Okay. Then, so you're saying Gavin at 41. Perhaps. Gavin's at 41. Where's Nick Lee? 41, 49. Okay. Then where's Jared? 49. Jared's 49. Jared's 49. Okay. So Jared, Nick Lee.
2: Jared Nickley.
1: Yeah, who's Jared won't beat out Nickley in my opinion. Do you think he will?
2: We'll figure it out. I mean, those
1: two could be duking it out for. I
2: mean, Nickley just lost to Ben Freeman.
1: Free Ben Freeman. Yeah,
2: not that Ben Freeman's bad, but
1: yeah, you know, I'm actually we're going to we're going
2: to the we're going to the highs of he beat Alan Waters to... You just lost to Ben Freeman.
1: Yeah, kind of a weird.
2: I'm. I, I, I'm just saying, Nickley's. I think the world to Nick Lee. He just. I mean, we're all high on Sammy Sasso, right? Nickley completely handled that match. I'm just saying, pump the brakes. Um, and Nick
1: Lee... I guess the point is, only one of those guys is going to start for clearing. That was 138 pounds. Nick Lee's a 41. Okay. Nick Lee's a 41. So where's Gavin? Uh, so maybe maybe there is more of a log jam than we're giving... Oh, no, there's a super-duper log jam. Okay. You haven't said it yet. No, there's
2: saying... a super-duper log jam. I don't know what they're going to do.
1: I don't either. Are they gonna OTC him a year, or I don't know? Swap don't, you can no. do.
2: Somebody's sitting. Someone's sitting. Somebody's si- multiple people are sitting. Dang. They'll, f- you know, they're gonna have to figure that out. I don't know what. I mean, with with Verklieren coming in, I'm thinking the smartest thing is at some point for Bergie to go up, which I think is practical anyway. Because look, we all we all said oh, Burgie's forty nine. Maybe for a minute. I don't think he holds 49 all four years. Because he
1: got to hold it next year. and the, Well, he can do whatever he wants next year. nolf has got then the 2 Nolfe's got two years left, but Nolf could nolf could go up. He
2: only but, has to hold it one. Burke only has to hold it one. Okay. He redshirts. Zane graduates.
1: He wrestles 49 for a year. Nolf graduates. He goes 57. He goes up. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, but that puts someone... Good guys are going to be on the bench at Penn State. For sure. Um... Uh, Matt Brown sat the bench. He also won a national title at Penn State. He's gonna be okay. Okay. Enough folk style. What do you want to do? You want to go into juniors? Do well, there was to go? there was some you go um
2: piece. I don't know. There were some surprising results like Nick Lee losing. Yes. Right? I mean we all And this that's a guy that's
1: that trained at Penn State all year. He should have been freestyle prepared, right? If now,
2: I asked, I asked Chris Lee, his father, um, what he would do. Because he was at 63 kilograms, which is a non-world, non-world weight. And I said, what will he do? Will he go 60 or, or will he go 66? And he's like, he's like, I don't know. They, he would, he's, a six, he's a 60, right? He's, he can make 60. That's his thing. But they want him to be 41.
1: So they don't want him to cut down? They don't want him to cut. Who else was like that? So there's, they just don't want him to make the world team? Caleb Young. Caleb Young also. Could make 74.
2: Absolutely could make 74, but they need Caleb to be. Right. 174 next year, so he wrestles. They don't want him cutting anything.
1: Well, also, Mark Hall. What's the, What are you cutting that weight for, right? Well, yeah. Uh, so, so they basically. They've told Nick Lee, we don't want you on a world team.
2: I don't know about that.
1: Or, or go 66 if you want to make a world team?
2: I don't know. I Chris's
1: words were, that's where Cody wanted him. Okay. Interesting. So I, who knows if we'll even see him in Lincoln then, if that's true.
2: Right. Mm. Well, there, I mean, There's a couple guys that are legitimately stuck in between. I don't know if Nick is stuck in between, but th- maybe they don't want him making that. Yeah, I've always wondered, like Let's David Carr. David Carr, I mean, he's too small for seventy four, and he's probably too big for sixty six. Okay.
1: Yanni D goes down to Ryan Deacon, who was kind yep. of the story of. Really, I think he was the story of juniors. I mean, Gable Smash, Mark Hall Smash, Saheed Smash, Dayton Smash. Okay, duh. Ryan Deacon goes through Yanni and Kanan Store. Kanan Store beats Pat Lugo. He looked amazing, and and everyone's like, Ryan Deacon, holy cow, and he was a, one of the most impressive redshirt performers of the year at any weight, third at Midlands, total animal, but that was a guy that I was not familiar with his work coming into... Deacon? Yeah. He was like 10th in high
2: school. So he was just a good... He was good, right? I mean, um, I believe he went to Iron Man and had a good showing, I believe he went to... You know, the Fargo All-American, so good. Good, but really jump levels in Northwestern. I mean, you don't see him beating Yanni, right?
1: Right. Really he's, strong, big for the weight. He looks big, can get the legs, nice single leg. Um, yeah, he's going to be tough to beat a day later, and I, I wonder who who's the most likely guy to come in, unseat him, go through that challenge bracket. It will be... It'll be interesting. I think now, there's it a couple was guys. Yanni's first time back. That's what I was thinking. And, Second-ish. Yeah, and another thing, Yanni was winning. It was like 4 0 with like 4 50 seconds left. So when you consider that, it's like, well, Yanni. But now he's really got his work cut out for him because he's got to go in and beat everyone. He's got to beat in Store, maybe Griffin Periot. Periot said yeah. he's dropping to 66. Yeah, yeah. So that's another one. Periot looks phenomenal.
2: And if he can make. Sixty-six. I'm sure he'll be a player uh, after winning seventy at the Open. Um, That's a long
1: way to come down, though. Yeah, he's big. Sixty-six. Yeah.
2: He is super tan too. He <laughs> does he? Go, he sure doesn't go to Ohio State. No, it's that it's that classic Indiana sun. Yeah. Um. What
1: else? What else? Um, do, well, do how did want-
2: Lugo end up doing?
1: I don't know. He lost to Yanni, and then that was... There was some... Or know, I lost to Kanan. That was all I saw.
2: There was some oddities in that bracket. Or not that bracket, but in junior, some guys just... They didn't do too hot. Some of the ranked guys. Okay. Lugo uh, got do, beat. Do you, want,
1: do you want to talk at all about Dayton, Mark, Zahid, Gable? No. Okay.
2: Uh, that, Well, back before when registration came out, or it was started trickling in... Uh, everybody and uh, even people here at were like we're going to have a really good we're going to have a really good junior team. And while that may be true at the time I said I don't know how much depth we have. Like if Mm-mm. if someone if someone were to go down, yikes. Um probably a problem. So, we're going to have a really good team,
1: but we ain't deep. No. Not not certainly not as deep as we we had been. But, you know, Malik probably Dayton definitely. Um, you feel good there. Sixty, I feel we are kind of, or at least we had been deep. I feel like it's McKee or Vito. Um, There's another
2: one that uh, Roman can't make sixty. Apparently,
1: you mean fifty five? Or he
2: could make fifty five. Yeah, right. He's in between weights.
1: So Roman's in between weights, but I feel like we're pretty deep at sixty.
2: We'll be fine at sixty.
1: Fine at sixty. Where we'll we fine at sixty six? We're pretty deep there. Seventy four, Mark Hall. Next topic. Than, eighty six Zahid, but there's no there's no depth there. Seventy four no, or eighty six. That's what I'm saying. There's none at ninety six. There's none either.
2: at ninety six.
1: Nine, yeah. And at one twenty, we've got two.
2: Yep. Well, t- one twenty, we're fine either way.
1: Yeah, but we're we're really. Fine I mean, with Gable, Steven. Gable,
2: I think G- Gable will win a junior world title.
1: <sighs> it's unbelievable. Well, if, he, you. if he wins, okay. So Spencer Lee won a junior world title when he was cadet eligible at fifty. Yeah. 120 is man's weight. Well, the guy from Georgia last year. Give us year. some history on, is, Petr- is he still junior eligible? No.
0: no. Who? Patrice Ville really is not junior eligible. I don't Wait, know. The, the Georgian? Patrice Ville really is not junior eligible.
1: He was 27 last year. Listen. He was covered in a bear rug. <laughs> Guys, they're junior eligible for,
2: until they don't want to be juniors anymore. I don't, I don't anymore. care. I don't care. Gable beats that guy. <laughs> he was not even that good. He was pretty good.
1: He was really good. He's really good. G- <laughs> good. Cool. Gable he's really big. Gable beats him. Gable beats him. All right. It's easy to say I, that knowing they
0: will not wrestle. I, actually the history of junior worlds recently at 120 and then like them going up to senior worlds, that's hypocritical. Not super great. Really? remember so, uh, that makes me but I'm saying that makes me more confident in Gable. 2 years that ago Gable can stand out. Two
2: years ago, no offense to Nathan, Nathan Butler, but two years ago yeah. in in two years ago in Brazil at Junior Worlds, at heavyweight that weight was Nathan Butler took bronze. That
1: weight was oh, terrible. To replay. yeah, I agree with that. But man, Gable will be fine. Gable wins. I, I feel like Gable can still get so much bigger too. He he got no he got no his legs are huge. His legs are huge. Baby Leg- got back. <laughs> He got a big old butt. <laughs> oh, my god! He said he weighed in at like 255. 255? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he if he hit the his upper body a little bigger, he'll be. he's His hands are so heavy, though, so maybe just don't change. Just keep smashing people, Gable. I Don't you. More than anything, if I could choose to see one thing, I just want to know how he stacks up against our heavies, our best heavies. Like, would Zach Ray just 10-0 him? No problem. I wonder. You know what would it be, be cool? A match?
2: Maybe when, uh, maybe when they hit training camps, we could get some footage of, uh, like maybe him just hand fighting, working out with Kyle a little bit, or, or I don't want to see Kyle.
1: I, I want to see him go with a with a R one twenty five. Quiz or something. Yeah. Or yeah. Quiz. Well, Ray. Don Bradley. One of those guys. How does he stack up? Does he get killed? Does he hang? Yeah. Can he beat him? You know, it's. All right. We'll move on to a different topic, before,
2: but before we get off completely juniors, I want you to watch two things. I want you to watch the last 10 seconds of 96 kilograms with Nathan Traxler and Marsden, Marsden. Um, which was a little goofy of a call. I also want you to go look up uh, Luke Pletcher, Caden uh, Gefeller, and there was a four in there. It's a pretty interesting situation, which Caden's rear standing and Luke, like, but Caden, not just rear standing, he had a, a like Merkel. a Merkel standing though. Yeah. And Luke went back, and they called it. They called it four for Luke. Now I don't know how you say who initiated the move. Number one, and number two, what's really goofy is Christian. What we see consistently, consistently, is if I'm coming at you and I'm in position mm-hmm. and I'm about to score, and you yolo it right. Mm-hmm. Yolo. And you try to body lock and you land on your back. What do they give me?
1: All the points. Four. No.
2: Uh, okay.
1: Wait, you said uh, you attacked if me and I a, landed on my if back. It's a,
2: if it's a counter. If it's a counter and uh, let's say let's say you try to throw me, uh huh. it don't work out. You land on your back.
1: You get two. Two,
2: right? Yeah. So if Caden's scoring and Luke is doing that, isn't it a counter? I don't know. It was a, it, okay. So make your own judgment. I'm doing a bad job of describing it. Look at Caden and and Pletcher, and look at that four that they gave Luke. Interesting situations. Check that out.
1: Okay, check it. Um, two piece. We should talk. We talked two piece. We could also talk about Jacob Casper. Can we talk about Jacob Casper? I mean, it's been a while. This guy. Well, first of all, I can't, this this came to my attention because of a tweet from Logan Steber, where he said like, Jacob. Stop with the articles, have some self respect. To which I said, Well, that is an interesting tweet. Logan, what are you talking about right <laughs> now? So he said, Jacob, enough with the articles. Come on, man, have some self respect. So I clicked this article about Jacob Casper, who's at Duke heavyweight, total stud. He was like uh, so so, 84 pounder, bulked up to heavy, placed. He won the scuffle. He beat Krells and, um, Schaefer and Journette, maybe all three just, a, just bombs dudes right just amazing upper body wrestler so he, there's a couple pretty good quotes Casper's on record saying and this is from I'll give credit from the Mansfield News Journal this is by John Spencer a reporter and he said um, he wanted to punch Snyder in the mouth and see what he's got ESPN put that quote on blast and Snyder admitted he knew about it but Casper had no regrets he said, Casper said, if I was going to beat him, I wanted him to be ready and throw everything he had at me because I didn't want people making the excuse he wasn't ready. I'm glad he knew about it. I think it's funny he didn't have a quote for TV until after the match. Obviously that, scared. That shows he was second-guessing himself. That's something I'm going to thrive on going into next year. What was the score of that match? 19-6. It was 19-6. <clears throat> <laughs> so, <laughs> a lot to unpack there, especially the part about because Kyle didn't have a quote, he was second guessing himself. Evans by the fact that he beat you nineteen to six. If he wasn't second guessing. He might have pinned him. That's fair. <laughs> even though Kyle Snyder still has like one pin in his. Well, I think like, he's up to like three or four. He's now. up to three or four. Yeah. Quadrupled it. <laughs> I, I think the fact
2: that he didn't have a a statement ready prepared for that I'll uh, it's
1: probably because he was like dude i don't, I don't please. care you're not gonna beat me i beat, uh check the film i beat Gadisov. okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean i you won the i mean at this point i don't know i mean it's kyle snyder right well i, I look Casper had a phenomenal year G- great great year great great wrestler uh why go there why did he lose his mind a little? Maybe, bit? Maybe, and I'm okay with you saying being ultra confident. I'm gonna beat him next year. Okay, but maybe that's your that should be your goal. Right? Your maybe goal you should, should be to win it. You picture. should be. And I'm not against him saying that, putting it out there. But to say Kyle Snyder was second guessing himself because he didn't have a quote after you said you were gonna punch him, in, it's probably because he thought it was silly. Silly. What's he supposed to say? I won the Olympics in worlds, and I've got this guy saying he's gonna punch me. In the, okay, man. Listen, I've I've wrestled Balticaev, okay? I'm, I'm going to be... I'm sorry that I'm not, like, engaging in the psychological warfare with you. I'm probably just going to wrestle you. It's just, just not... Kyle is not probably giving that... i down th- nine times. I, yeah, I'm probably going to take you down eight, eight to nine-ish times in this match, and I'll let you score escapes. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I don't think... Did he get a takedown, Nomad? I'm going to say no. You're going to say no. I think there were six escapes. Yeah, I'm going to say six, six es- escapes. So... I will give Casper, he, he's the better bottom wrestler, maybe, perhaps. but gas him from he, bottom. He he, could, he maybe also, he was going Gilman. Gas him from bottom, except Snyder don't care about top wrestling, really. <laughs> he <laughs> also hey, got hey, upset me, about so the go,
0: Ohio thing.
2: Let me also, let, let's, let me wrap up, um, U.S. I think in the coming weeks, we'll probably talk wait, more.
1: Wait, wait, we can't stop. What? Jacob Casper got six at NCAAs. Yeah.
2: I mean, this is established. <sighs> I said,
1: I'm sorry. I don't want to be perceived as anti-Jacob Casper here because I think he's awesome, but I just want to say... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jacob, you had a great year.
2: Leave it go. Yeah. Right? You don't have to pick on Kyle Snyder.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Kyle's doing the
1: picking. Yeah. You
2: need to get my
1: point. Right. Okay, <laughs> go ahead.
2: All right, so um, in the coming weeks, we'll probably project and talk about future events, but let me just wrap up. I tweeted about minorities... Um, Six of the eight champs at the U.S. Open were minorities, and some people like sort of took offense to that. Um, My only point in saying that was it's a good thing, right? Uh, I got all kinds of responses. Some people said, that's great stuff, Uh, you know, it's it's cool. Some people were saying, why are you even acknowledging it? If race isn't a thing, you know, why do you even... I just think diversity in the sport is only a good thing.
1: Twitter is not a place to make... Profound nuance points. Uh, here's you the are, thing, though. You are professionally bad at it at, at explaining what you mean I just, I, don't, I, uh, I just think you should just like... I don't know how you could misconstrue that
2: I don't know how I could say... Six, all you
1: said were six of eight... Six of the eight champs were minorities. Mar- that's all you said, right? So it's like, okay, so I mean you just leave it wide What are you?
0: What do you mean? I, you left it open for speculation. That's it's why. Like, wha- it's okay. like, what's the point? Well,
2: I, I left it open. I don't think. Th- Is there any direction to take that other than pretty cool? Our sports, our, our sports, pretty diverse. Is there any direction to take that other? I mean, what? What could possibly have? En- could anybody think was my point? And I got DMs. Leave that stuff go. Uh, why don't push your liberal agenda? Yeah. Liberal w- agenda. I, don't push cool. your liberal agenda. I'm not pushing a, an <coughs> agenda, right? Beat the streets. Uh, exist to pull in urban um, numbers to get more more people involved in the sport. We have a good percentage and population of suburbia. Um, diversity is only a good thing. And so I yeah. don't know how anybody could take that differently. I wasn't pushing any agenda. I recognized that, um, you know, a Latino-American, an African-American can look to a Tony Ramos. Ryan, you wrote an article that said you looked up to Carrie McCoy, right? Yep. That's a good thing for kids to identify with somebody and aspire to be them. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to push any agenda. I just wanted to wrap that up so
1: we, that's out of the way. Okay. Fair point. I mean, I, yeah. I'm, I think it's a pretty harmless conversation, but... Anytime you dabble in race, even in the most um, simplest of terms, like undebatable, it can go down a road. So you always have to be guarded there, but yeah, that's fine. Anything else? Two piece. uh, We went from two pieces from DeShazer. Two piece from two. I think that inspired the NFHS. They're like, you know what? Two pieces are the way to go. Boom, boom. We're changing the uniforms. Change the uniform. How many, here's the thing, it's been adopted,
2: it's been approved, how mm-hmm. many people go with it?
0: It'll be a, a slow, Sem already has theirs, they've had theirs for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but they
1: need to not have the compression bottoms, they gotta wear shorts, that's all. That's the whole point. Um, well, here's the thing, There.
2: I know you don't like this answer in that they're expensive, but it might take... Teams don't order uniforms every year.
1: No, for sure. So it
2: might take... Every two, three... When when their budget comes up a couple years down the line. At
1: the gap, it was every four.
2: At the gap, every four years you got new unis? Every four. Were they fresh? You know, when I was picking them, they was.
0: (laughs) Willie had a new singlet for every 30 seconds of the match at Easton. They had so many singlets.
2: Easton, we we had like... For each period.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Period two,
2: it was pretty cool. We,
0: we had, actually had singlets too. We, we, had would, a, lot we of singlets. a
2: lot of times we would have a singlet, and uh, we would get new ones in. They were like, you can't, if you, you don't, you can't wear these till you make a final, till they make a final. Yeah. Oh. Time. So that was pretty. It was special an, it occasion was a singlets. Incentive.
1: Yeah. Th- yeah. We were just wore our old singlets, and if a kid made the finals, they were like burlap sacks. <laughs> like, the kids <laughs> thought they were. The kids thought they were like so cool. Like yeah, whatever. I oh my know, god, whatever. they weren't even like spandex. They were they were like yeah they were not like they weren't tight they were they were tight because they would just wear a sm- one that was like a little too small but they were did not have the elastic was gone they were from like the nineties oh my god, god. it was kind of awesome they were put it this way kids in like twenty thirteen when I was coaching were wearing singlets that in two thousand three were the old school singlets when I was there so they they were generations old. We 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 value tradition at Buffalo Gap. <laughs> it's a good thing. I mean, you can choose, right? The traditionalists
2: can wear their singlet if they want, and the other kids can look cool. It's
1: gonna be. It's not gonna be an overnight thing, like no. poof. It's gonna be s- slow and steady. But I think eventually we'll get there, and we'll be like, "Why? Why did we wear the singlet so long? What were we afraid of? What were we so worried about? What was the real problem with?" Changing things up. We've seen so many matches. Every every single finals. The at funny Flo-Nest... thing to me is, <laughs>
2: the funny thing to me is, you wear shorts and t shirt in practice.
1: Yeah, everyone does. And then
2: every and then and then the only at, like the, the narrative, old... the comments against it is, you well, you're gonna speed. get hurt. You're gonna get a finger.
1: You practice five days a week. Right. Give me give me a break. the The dumbest one, the one that makes me want to like drop people is like. If they don't want to wear the singlet, they ain't tough enough for this sport, anyways. Just don't. Just, just whoever you are, yeah. I know you say that, guys. You're an idiot. Okay, <laughs> you should not be allowed to Th- vote or talk or drive or probably, be employed. Probably feed yourself. Okay, feed yourself. <laughs> just just stop talking. Don't be that mouth breathing yeah. alpha male. Just <coughs> just slobber. You're you're, you're, just dro- you're just drooling all over yourself. You got a shirt. You're you're. Uh, Ed Hardy shirt is just covered in drool now. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with a 2 piece You won't. You won't. It's 903 though. That's a 3 piece over. Remember when we used to say 3 over and you'd be like 3 over like Vincenzo Joseph at the Southern Scuffle or something. <laughs>
2: yeah. That was funny We've but You got to come up with more. No, no, here. The some weight. Who's the message missing? to that is you guys got to start you got to start missing weight more.
1: Missing weight. <laughs> Give us some ammo. <laughs> the but it hurt uh, the one time you said McKenna, and it hurt, because it was still it wrong. Hurt. It hurt, yeah. It hurt, but the joke was right there. Slow-hacking. So we need, we need more guys missing weight. Maybe, like Mike Malinconico at Veterans, veterans Nationals. He didn't He didn't miss weight. He, miss weight. he just, he weight. just he, decided, I'm not cutting weight.
0: Yeah, he yeah. just wrestled up 12 pounds. Yeah, he was, just, he was just one kilo over and then wrestled a 200-pound gorilla. He was not <laughs> one kilo
1: over, you psychopath. He was like 10 pounds over. I don't know why they don't have more
2: Veterans weights. That's a joke. <laughs>
1: play us out. Play us out. Later. Oh, well, I'll elaborate. I'll, I'll play us out as we play out. Thank you guys so much for listening to 199 episodes of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Are we doing something special for number 200? I thought Probably you and, not. You and
2: Efren, I thought we were going to fist fight in heaven. I thought HR. Um, I'll beat Yeah, I'll beat
3: up Efren. <laughs> it's
2: no problem. <laughs> All right. Maybe we'll get. We probably will do nothing unless special.
1: He, unless he gets Blanca for Street Fighter. I'm, remember him? He was like this Brazilian beast. I don't he know used, anything about Street Fighter. He fire. used electricity. Well, I play Street Fighter 2 on Super Nintendo. Right now? Currently? No. back in the day. Ryu, anyways. um, We're rapping. Your Songs kid crushes you. Your four-year-old kid crushes you in Mario Kart. He's five. He's five, and no, he don't. He used to. Either. Irrelevant. Wait, he He's, used to beat you when he was younger? <laughs> I, play out. I, I, g- I needed more reps. Later.